First uh, one in a long time where I didn't catch you sneaking in a little thing there, a little falsetto. I have a Mexican little... Snickers in my mouth. <laughs> oh, that's true. You don't often have a Mexican Snickers in your mouth. No, nope, thicker uh, than a Snickers. At the time. Uh, everybody, we're the bastards. DVC, the ones you know and love. I'm uh, bastard number three over here in, uh, in some New Jersey basement. And that is uh, bastard number one over there in some uh, Pennsylvania basement. We're basement yep. dwellers. We're uh, we're those people that you hear about, except they're not. It's not our mom's basement. We have our. I don't think it is. We have our own anymore. basements. We can afford our own basements. Right. Uh, yeah, we do this dog and pony show every week. Uh, we chat music. We play music, and we just generally stick music in our veins. Right. Just mainline it right in. That's all we do. Uh, we got stuff to get to. It was a light week. We were just talking about it off air. Almost didn't feel like enough to even justify doing the show, but uh, but we thought about it. I thought about it saying, nah, eh, nah, yeah, because I mean, listen, if the, we we can't make uh, you know, chicken salad out of chicken shit, or maybe we can, maybe we are going to do that today. Can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. That's an interesting one. I never heard it. Never heard that one. Before. Never heard that one. It's it's le- yeah. it's the profaner, uh, more profane version of. Uh, you know, lemonade out of lemons, kind of thing. Yeah, that is definitely uh, different. I, I admit. But we're uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna attempt that uh, this evening. Of course, uh, we have a uh, our usual catch up with our friend Bastard Number One and his uh, 2024 album uh, quest, listening to just ungodly amounts of uh, of music, and he's gonna tell us about what this past week brought. Uh, we've got some covers to get to. This is new to me. I have no idea what it is. I certainly know what those songs are, but <laughs> just by looking at the titles. But I don't know what we're about to hear, so we're going to hear a little uh, DBC full coverage. And then, of course, a full heaping helping of the DBC Song Exchange. Six brand new songs from myself and number one for you, curated for the listener. Check out these bands, support these bands, and um, yeah, listen to stuff that isn't like Ed Sheeran. Because that stuff blows. And that's coming from a redhead over there. That's coming from one ginger to uh, to another ginger there. That guy sucks. Don't don't lump me into that guy. <laughs> well, he sucks, yes, but I'd take his money. I was going to say, don't, you can lump me into his wallet, but that's about it. Um, but uh, yeah, but so before we get to any of that music, we got to uh, we got to uh, talk about uh, your uh, 2024 album uh, catch up, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll throw some little music news out there for you. So uh, how how was the week? It was it was interesting. There was some good good material. Um, not as prevalent, uh, not not as many releases that I got to at least this week. Um, kind of a, a middling week, you know. Um, we've had weeks with a hundred or more, 
I actually listened to 47, and there's 20 I didn't get to. So the total is 67 records. That's light. That I really wanted to listen to this week. Yeah. Um, I did 47. I aborted two of them. Um, I, I aborted two in a row, too, which was interesting. So something called Blacked Out by the Drowns. Don't even remember what it was. And then this avant-garde weird shit called After Her Destruction by a, an artist named L. Twills. Um, double album, all avant-garde weirdness. I tried desperately. I tried twice to listen to it, figure out if I could figure. Uh, I tried twice to see if I could figure anything out and get through it, and I couldn't. It wasn't worth it at that point. So I boarded two of them and gave out 110 this week to uh, a new black metal record from Dark Space, one of my favorite black metal bands. Dark Space Negative 2 is a uh, is a uh, is this one? All their track titles are um, the album uh, name, which is numeral. Uh, 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 what am I? Roman numeral. Roman numeral two. Roman numeral. So um, at dot whatever the track first second track whatever the track placement is. So two dot two two dot three two dot three. This one is negative two dot one. Oh, that's so helpful. Yeah, supposedly they are, and it's a forty-five. It's one forty-five minute black metal track. Perfect, perfect record, perfect record. It also, and we're not going to have that conversation, but it also, every time I hear something like that, it always gets me thinking. Um, when you're doing a 45-minute-plus song, how do you know when it ends? You like, don't. we're not talking verse, chorus, verse, I'll repeat the chorus out and fade. But at 45 minutes, when do you go, hmm, I think that's it. When, I don't get it. When the engineer in the studio starts saying that uh, you're about to come up on another hour. Yeah. Just wrap right. it up. Your, your money's running out. Uh, you know, wrap it up. That's uh, good, yeah. You guys paid for an hour of studio time. <laughs> but you need to give so, you time to clean up. So 45 minutes it is. So that's my seventh 10 of the year already. Wow. Which I didn't hit. I didn't hit seven tens until probably July or August last year. So there's been some good releases out of there. Speaking of cleaning up, though, there was a new Kim Petras record. I was going to say I, I I figured this was going to be a perfect ten. <laughs> oh no, it's not a perfect ten. But I, I so we talked about this a little bit last week. Kim Petras uh, apparently is going to release a string of EPs called Slut Pop. So Slut Pop was the one that gave us um, uh, a throat goat. Yep. Yep, yep. Um, and so that's always good. Uh, this one is Slut Pop Miami. Again, the controversy around these. Um, so her last record was not a like a, a horny record, you know, a, a sex record. It was just a normal pop record. So she's doing this these sex EPs, <laughs> and they are filthy, dude. Yes, they They're are. Also They're also produced by Dr. Luke, which is really interesting, considering all the controversy he had with Kesha and stuff, to do a full-blown, like, right in your face sex album it may is that part of the reason why like you don't really see this getting a whole lot of coverage anywhere because i feel like anything that is associated with him kind of has this stain on it like in terms of reviews and sort of getting positive press and i feel like any, anybody that's associated with him kind of gets guilt by association i'm not seeing a whole lot of like coverage of this even in like the pop circles that i but how do in. you see we're not uh, now. Granted, I know you know the, the you ain't the shit. <laughs> you ain't, the fart is out there. Yeah, WAP has been out there, so it's not exactly like 
you know, some of this has ever been has never been out there before. You talk about but, the filth element of but it. The filth. But how do you how do you how do you actually cover something like this? So let's. I mean, if we're if we're really talking about this, like, so the 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 throat goat from the last record was replaced by head head honcho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a song on it called Whalecock. Yes, there is. Whalecock. Oh, I listen. I mean, I, sp- I spent about seven minutes with the record. And, I loved and it. Skipped around and and mostly what I wanted to do, I went into Spotify and clicked on the lyrics tab for ones that had the lyrics and just checked out the most outrageous thing and it allows you to skip ahead to that moment in the song. I'm like, okay, I, I got a pretty good idea what this is. Rim jobs are pretty uh, rim job, Wellcock and Hit Hit Honcho are pretty uh pretty uh, dirty. That's oh, they're a, all pretty dirty. That's a trifecta of filth right there. Uh, this is just the most straightforward dirty shit. That, that you could and every talk. song sounds the same. And every same song beat, the same, on both, same on both on both EPs too. Yeah, I think it's a purposeful. This, I, I just I find this very interesting, considering that she's made a name for herself now, and not necessarily for this straight up hardcore like a, a sex record. But she's kind of made a name for herself, and she's still going for this. I give her credit for that. And it is intriguing to me. Uh, the whole thing is intriguing to me. I, I got to admit. Call so, me when she does Slut Pop Philadelphia. Well, um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go see that show <laughs> when she does it. So oh, we had that. Um, Wiz, I had three more. <laughs> Wiz Wit takes on a whole nother level. Ew! 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 Well, let's just end the end the show there. We don't need any more now. Um, so I had that. I had three more Gloomwitch records. So Gloomwitch is that really lo-fi black metal mm. artist. Three more came out. So that makes uh, seven Gloomwitch records. So I'm going to track the hundreds of Gloomwitch records I'm, I'm listening to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I did give one a five. Remember the last time the highest I think was a two. Good on you, so, Gloomwitch. Congratulations. You're getting a little bit better. Uh-huh. Um, the, the other two interesting ones, the highlight um, – was an interesting one to me um so conway the machine the rapper um and uh producer big ghost limited um released an album that is sort of in the vein of the chronic it's old school west coast beats that have the same like dr dre chronic feel it's called the chronic edition special machinery the chronic edition is special really spelled that way yeah it's spelled s-p-e-s-h-a-l special machinery the chronic edition Mm mm-hmm um, very, very good record. Very good record. Or no. So since it's Ghost, I would guess that's... How do you pronounce that? It's got to be Gronic. There's no other way to say it. Ghost Gronic. Yeah, I guess that is true. Um, so that that's a highlight. That's a really good record. And then, of course, the the one that, that I, I had to listen to right away, and I got through it, even Pitbull. though it was an hour and a half. Pitbull. Well, first of all, that Pitbull record's—it's an EP and it's good. It's it's much better than I expected. Um, I, I don't I don't have a I used to have a problem with Pitbull, and I don't anymore. Um, Pit, Pitbull's just a fun artist, right? considering he's just like the puffy back in the day, where all he does is interpolates other people's songs. Yeah, like a, almost every song on there is certainly like straightforward. You know the beat because it's the, it's an interpolation completely of another tune. Um, but his record Trackhouse um, was was really good. I gave it a nine. No, what I was actually talking about was uh, the Little John record that mm-hmm. came out. 
which is a one and a half or one and three quarter hour meditation record. So now we have um, Andre 3000 doing a flute album. Yep. And we now have Little John doing a meditation record. Okay. Now, look, I, I've, I've, I said to you before, I, I am not a fan of the, um, of the Andre 3000 record. Though mm-hmm. I know people are. I like definitely. it. Definitely. Yeah, I know you do. Um, this is effing ridiculous. <laughs> this is a meditation record with Little John talking about how he meditates, uh, like talking over it all. And Little John talking about how he meditates on the road before shows, how he does it every now and then. He does say, yeah. But does he say it like, yeah? No, no he's just like, you know. You want to meditate? I meditate all day long, and sometimes you just gotta say yeah. And that's yeah. how he says it. Oh Jesus! It's all like completely mellow. You it uh, you never have any clue. I mean, I don't I don't know if I've ever heard a little John actually talk before this. Apart from like a Chappelle show sketch, maybe back in the day. That's about the you'd, extent of you'd it. You'd have no idea this was Little John, other than Little John saying um, like. Well, now, when I turn it down for what? I'm turning down the volume so I can meditate. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it is so effing bad, dude. It is an absolute joke. And, and you made it, it through the whole thing. I listened to the whole thing just because I wanted to hear how funny it was. But I did. I actually listened to one and three quarters hours total. I gave it a fat one. Did it help you at all? Did you feel calm at the end? I was laughing hysterically. I don't know if I felt calm or not. It's a ridiculous. It's a ridiculous release. It did ridiculous. Not, it did not center you. Well, that's a shame. Well, I not not to uh, uh, to cut into that, but uh, maybe uh, these I don't know, like R and B, rap, like this this whole genre. These people are going off the deep end, man. We got Andre three thousand. We've got uh, Lil John now, and a uh, new story out today that uh, Solange, uh, Beyonce's sister, yeah, um, she is currently uh, recording a tuba record, oh, and that geez. is apparently not a joke. Oh my God! Really? In, in a meeting, uh, in a new, new interview with Harper's Bazaar, she said, "Quote: I've started writing music for the tuba." And I'm trying to talk myself into releasing it, but I can only imagine the eye rolls from people being like, this bitch hasn't made an album. It sounds like what the gut feels like to me. And I guess it kind of does. Like the tuba does kind of sound like the gut. gut feels to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, okay. And uh, yeah. I'm waiting I'm waiting for the uh, oboe record from House of Pain. That's, that's what I'm going to really get into it. Yeah, one of the uh, commenters on here says, this is so wholesome and great. More musicians fucking off and making classical jazz ambient elevator elevator music, please. So there are those who are just supporting, like, why, why not? Like, let's just let's just yeah. go for it. Just do, let your freak flag fly, man. And just do whatever you want. Yeah. But, yeah, what, no, but, that's, but, yeah. but no one could have predicted this. Like, you could not have called this. No. Now, I hope this isn't a trend, but it might be. We might be in the Beyonce's middle of something. Beyonce's going country. Oh my goodness, we're uh, we don't know what's going on. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I have I have twenty releases left to listen to this week. Yep. We'll catch up on that, including the Vitamin String Quartet covering all Taylor Swift songs. So um, oh boy. I did not get to that. I did not. Weirdly enough, I did not get to the Chromeo record in the, in in terms of like bigger releases. I didn't get to that to see if that was any good. So I will get to that 
that soon. Um, but there you have it. Uh, 40, 47, two aborted, one tens. I'm up to 445 total, 446 total releases right now mm-hmm. that I've listened to this year. And coming up uh, this week, we have two possibilities for things to to try on the show. One, I think, is a little more likely than the other. We've got a a potentially new Modern English release, which I'd be curious to hear. Correct. Um, And the Modern English release, yep. And then then there's the Mick Mars album, which I just want to hear. I more want to hear you curate and talk about it than actually listen to it myself. Like, I feel like... I hope that it's next level, like bad or embarrassing or something, and not just like bad, but you can't even bag on it. Bad, like those are the those are the bad ones, the worst ones. Whereas nothing, I don't even, an- yeah, but there's nothing I don't funny about it, it being bad. I don't anticipate it being bad at all. I anticipate it being a Motley Crue record with different singers. Is he not singing? No, it's it's other singers. Oh, it's like a Snake Pit thing. It's just him doing his guitar stuff and other. Other. And, and I well, and I know like John Karabi's on one of the, the tracks. Oh, yeah. So we got half um, half of '90s uh, Motley Crue together. There's no the Vince Neil. I can tell you that. <laughs> and someone's probably playing bass on the record that is not a studio musician. Ooh, take that, Nikki Six. Yeah, bitch. Well, I'd be curious to hear it. I mean, if it obviously if you think it's worthy, but if it's not, I get it. But I think the modern English we probably can expect to hear a little bit of that and then beyond that yeah, i don't know absolutely. it's a little slow but and then it wait, picks wait, up hold on, oh, wait, wait hold on wait hold on hold on actually I, i'm a little bit wrong I, I i thought so but there's some dude named jacob bunton that is now the actual lead singer of the group i i i didn't think that i, I kind of feel like i read somewhere that he was going to do different vocalists maybe that never happened but jacob bunton Whoever that is, is the lead vocalist and plays violin. Excuse me? <laughs> yep, somewhere there's a violin on this. Are they doing The Devil Went Down to Georgia? There are no covers on this record. No oh. covers. All right, well, stay tuned for that. But we have a, uh, what I look to see is a uh, a plethora of riches coming up <laughs> in uh, in March. Just from like... Just the first two weeks of March, all the itches of mine that are getting scratched, different lanes, right? Ministry and Bruce Hornsby. Uh, wait, uh, that's that's great. On March 1st, Ministry and Bruce Hornsby have have albums coming out. And not is, together. Uh, it would be all <laughs> if it was a collaborative. Um, yeah. And then and then Jesus and Mary Chain and Kim Gordon the following week were more sonically similar, but... Um, again, I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited for those, uh, those two weeks there. Yeah. Um, um, I, and honestly, before we even commit to that, I have to see what the Bruce Hornsby is because it's a collaboration record. Mm-hmm. So I have to make sure that Bruce Hornsby's on the entire he is. record. He is. Oh, he so is. it's okay. him and, and, and that, um, uh, that like chamber quartet that he played with on the last couple record, like why music yep. Yep. and, but it's, it's their collaboration, but him singing on them. So oh, okay. it, it will Perfect. be a, it's not instrumental. It's not a. As far as I know, it's not like a cla- modern classical or anything like that. It's a. It might be weirder than your average Hornsby record, but he's going to be on there. Well, it. Hornsby records are weird. They're getting. Like they've gotten progressively weirder over over the years. Yes, I am definitely looking for, uh, uh, forward to just ripping the Scott Sapp record. Which, if it's good, I will. I will more than be more than happy to say it. But how could a Scott Sapp solo record be any good in twenty twenty four? 
Yeah, isn't Creed like back together? Aren't they riding this like? That is weird. Creed got back together, and then Scott Stapp said, "I'm going to put out a solo record." Weird, weird order, but yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah, that's a, and that's a bunch of lifers there that week between Scott Stapp, Lenny Kravitz, Black Crows, and then the, the Danny Warhols plugging along. Um, but yeah, no, some I good. I told you too the the first Lenny Kravitz record is uh, the single from that so- album is, woo, fantastic, fantastic. All right. Well, we'll get the to... Black Crows is going to be interesting. I don't think the Black Crows is an Americana record. I think it's something different. I can't remember what it is, but I kept reading that it's not a typical Black Crows record. It's... If there's a typical Black Crows record, Trap Noise, or am I confusing that with Kim Gordon? I can't remember I think that, which I think one. It might it is. be a Kim Gordon thing. Yeah. Oh, all right. But yeah, some good things to look forward to there in the mar- uh, month of March, and hopefully uh, things expand there. Wait, why do you have Lenny Kravitz in May as well? I do. Yeah, we have it March and May. Here's hoping we don't have that uh, incorrectly labeled in March. It is coming out in March, right? I think so. Okay, I hope so. All right, well, we'll get to that when we get to it. Before we uh, move forward with music and move forward with, uh, you know, future releases, I don't know how much more mileage we're going to get out of talking about last year, but when I saw this article pop across my feed, I, I felt like I had to kind of bring it up. You know, we all know that vinyl collecting has obviously become a huge thing, almost to a, a point of annoyance uh, when it comes to, like, modern vinyl collectors, like people going to Urban Outfitters and spending $50 for a pristine new copy of Rumors or 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 Taylor Swift or whatever it is. It's just become like a, it's become more of like a status symbol and a thing people just want to hang on their wall, not actually listen to them and not looking for rare things. It's just, and it's gotten so bloated with the price and all that kind of stuff. But there's a, there's a market of people who want to collect, right? Obviously that, that hooked you many years ago, hooked me with CDs. And apparently there's such a, a, a need for people to collect things that cassettes are still a thing in a very, very, very small subgroup. Uh, in fact, I can give you the number. Cassettes make up 0.41% of all albums sold in the United States. And, 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 and considering that not many albums are sold in the United States these days, mm-hmm. that's a very small, probably a very small number. Because you, you, you've seen some of those CD numbers, I'm sure. Like number one CD of the week is like, 10,000 copies at this point. Right. When you used to get like first, first, which. Well, you always remember the, uh, uh, what was it in sync or, uh, in sync sold like the million copies or something like that. You always remember that sort of being the, uh, 0.2 million. The bench getting first week sales are 12,000 and you're psyched. Yeah. Yeah. You just locked up there for a second. So that's why I was trying to, I wasn't trying to talk over you, but you, uh, you froze there for a moment. I wasn't uh, saying anything, so okay. you didn't have to talk to everybody. Okay, well, uh, I was frozen. Go the um, the the cassettes thing, obviously, it's it's a nostalgia factor, I guess, among some people. But I, again, I don't, I get, I get the appeal of vinyl, but cassettes are just such a wonky technology. Like the the sound quality, not great. No one is going to argue for the. I love tape hiss, right? Yeah. Right. And it degrades, vinyl degrades, but tapes degrade way faster than vinyl does. Sure. Uh, harder to probably find the equipment to play uh, tape on at this point, like a working Walkman or something, as opposed to going somewhere and getting a newer turntable or an old vintage one. 
I feel like you got to work a little bit harder for this. Uh, 436,000 cassettes were sold in the U.S. last year, and which is down less than a percentage from the previous year. So it's fairly steady, this little sub, sub, sub market of the uh, music market. But I was curious to see what cassettes are moving the most. Well, and, and, and so the first thing for me is I didn't know most releases or – I, I don't know what type of release comes out on cassette. Like mm-hmm. I knew that smaller things, you know, like you see them on Bandcamp all the time where smaller artists are producing tapes because they're kind oh, of sure. a niche genre thing. Right. But like does Taylor Swift release tapes? I have no idea. Well, you're going to find out in just a second because I have for us here the top 10 uh, highest selling cassettes for the year 2023. And I can tell you it is a, there's some eye rolling with this list. And then there's also some like, really kind of stuff going on. And see, and, and I got, I don't even know, like, I couldn't even tell you, like, I know some of the biggest releases of the year, but because I can't even tell you who actually makes cassettes these days, mm-hmm. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to start if you had me guess. Okay. Well, you mentioned an artist already. That artist's name was. Who were you curious? Who were you curious? <laughs> who were you curious if they released uh, cassettes? So Taylor Swift. Uh huh. So Taylor Swift has two of the top ten highest selling cassettes in 2023. Okay. So number five was Speak Now Taylor's version, which sold eleven thousand five hundred copies, and she also has the number two highest selling cassette of last year and that was 1989 taylor's version so both so these are the recent releases of her taylor's version so that sold 17,500 copies so there's two of your 10 uh i can tell you that one two three four five of the remaining eight are comps comps one is a release from last year. The other is a release from the previous year. And the other is a release from 1989. 1989. The year. 89. 1989. 89, 90. Somewhere in that range. What came out in 89, 90? It's a bomb. It's mind-blowing. came out in 89, 90 on cassette. Uh, see, I... I would have thought when you when you said like the reissues and stuff, Taylor Switch is one thing, but I could have seen like things like Dark Side of the Moon or Thriller or something like yep. that. Yeah, not in there. neither of them are on there. But I think that market is kind of taken by the comps that are present on okay. here. Kind of satisfy that itch. So are the comps how many of the comps are that's what I call music? None of them. Really? Correct. Then, then I couldn't even tell you what what comps are even out there. Okay, like, it's not on my radar at all. So, so uh, the, the as I said, there's five of them. The one at the bottom is number nine, and it is the soundtrack to one of the bigger movies of last year, and one of the bigger movie soundtracks of last year. Does that give you any hint? Uh, last year. Yep. Some Grammy award winning stuff on it. Barbie. Yes. Okay. So the Barbie album uh, sold 5,500 cassettes 
which when you think about it, what a piddling number that is, like 5,500, but that's it. That's number nine. The other four comps are the following numbers on the chart. Eight, four, three, and one okay. are the comps. All of them are from the same series of comps. Is this giving you any sort of direction? No, I don't know what comps are out there. They are a series of movie comps. I still don't know what's out there. You're not. I'm not going to get any closer, dude. Okay. All four of them are the Guardians of the Galaxy mixtapes. What? Really? Yes. Huh. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Mix Volume 1 is number 8, 6,000 sold. Number 4, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Awesome Mix Volume 3, 13,000. Number 3 is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Awesome Mix Volume 2, 16,000 copies. And number 1, the highest selling cassette in the United States in 2023, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, Awesome Mix Volume 1, 18,000 copies this is the tape that have you i'm assuming you've not seen guardians of the galaxy i've seen guardians of the oh galaxy. yeah so the tape that chris pratt has it's oh. that but they sold it as like a mix cd and i guess they have also pressed it as an authentic tape oh i had no idea and that is what people are into they want the tape that star lord has in guardians of the galaxy and so four of the top 10 40 percent of the highest-selling cassettes from 2023 were Guardians of the Galaxy mixtapes. I, I would have never gotten close to that. I've never even remotely close. So that to that's what that's what scratches that um, nostalgia okay. itch, right? So it's all like yep. you know, hooked on a feeling and all that kind of. So you don't need a Pink Floyd on there. You don't need. That's how people are getting their old stuff. We've got uh, three others. Uh, all right, these so are leave artists. The, leave the eighty. Leave the eighty-nine for last because yep. I've got two guesses. Yep. All right. Uh, how many do you want clues for any of them so I can zero you in? Uh, sure. Uh, one is a band. One is a solo artist. And what year are we talking about? Uh, this is uh, uh, the band is from last year and the solo artist would have been the year prior. So 2022. Uh, I mean, so, uh, female solo artist. Female solo artist. So you are talking from... Uh, 2022, you were talking Lizzo. No, it's not Lizzo. Uh, so then you are talking, um, wrong genre, actually. Nicki Minaj or Megan Thee Stallion. Nope. Wrong genre. I, I, I don't know then. It is Phoebe Bridgers and Phoebe Bridgers Punisher, which was the release that came out in 22. What? Yep. 5,500 copies tied the Barbie album. Sold as many cassette copies as the Barbie album did. That leaves you with the number seven and number six highest selling cassettes of the year. Both bands, uh, both around at the same time. All right, one, so is they, a, one is a release from 89. One is a release from last year. Both existed at the same time. One does not exist anymore. One is currently still around because obviously they put a new record out. Well, so the, uh, based on that, I'm going to say the record from 1989 is Dr. Feelgood. It is not. Huh. So then the only other guest, I had I had three things written down, and it clearly is not Rhythm Nation. 
Because yep. you said it's a band. Dr. Feelgood and Aerosmith's Pump. It's not Aerosmith's Pump. Because... Um, if it happens to be Millie Vanilli, I'm going to be sh- <laughs> going to be very. I will tell you this: it's a release. I'm pretty sure the date, the street date on it was '89, but I'll give you another hint. Nobody was listening to it in 1989, but people came to it later. People came to it later. Um, no, it is a band. Me. It is from a band that is no longer around. That if I gave you the name of the band, you would guess two other records before you would guess this one this is not the one this is not the album you would go oh that band it's clearly going to be this one it's not it oh so you're talking whatever was the 1989 release from soundgarden you're closer you're getting close but it is not louder than love by soundgarden but you're in the neighborhood i'm in the neighborhood hint hint yes i was gonna say so it's not it's it's not pearl jam can't be. They so, didn't have a release in '89. Nope. So did did Alice in Chains put out their initial? That was '90, I think, or '91. So you're in that vein. It wouldn't have been STP. Um, you're skipping right around it. Who would have the clout to sell cassettes? Oh, it's Nirvana's Bleach. There you go. Eight thousand copies of Nirvana's Bleach were sold on cassette in 2023. I saw that and I'm like, that's a typo. How is it not Nevermind or how is it not in utero? Bleach? All right, there you go. And then uh, the the current band. Release from last year. You've heard it. And they were around in the late 80s. They were around 90s. they were around at the same time, contemporary I mean, around the time of Nirvana. They still exist today. You're a big fan. It was a successful record. It's kind of heartening to see that their new record is charting over some old throwback. You would almost expect one of their catalog titles to be in a top 10 list like this, but it's cool to see that it's the new one from last year. Uh And I'm a big fan and they were around in the eighties and nineties and and two thousands and 2010s. Obviously they've never Uh, gone away. They've never gone away. And I'm a big fan. Okay. You, um, any other hint you can give me without um, uh, stadium? A mad capsule markets? No, <laughs> no, no. No. Uh, no. You almost had it. Oh, oh, um, seventy-two seasons. There you go. Metallica's seventy-two seasons yep. sold seventy-five hundred copies on cassette in 2023 making it the number seven release smushed right between nirvana's bleach and the guardians of the galaxy cosmic mix volume one metallica's behind the guardians of the galaxy mix okay it's behind three guardians of the galaxy mixes actually and two taylor swifts that's incredible that is just a that is a wacky weirdest list yeah wacky i thought it was a typo when i saw it but there we go um (laughs) <laughs> I just got to share in the comment section under the here. It says, do the 69 cassette copies of Gasms that I bought mean nothing to y'all? Give me Gasms, 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 Gasms. Oh, Gasms. ear Gasms. You give me eye Gasms. Oh, God. I wish I wish we had done the Grandpappies mm-hmm. because just, just to play the entire Gasms song by Smokey Robinson... Would have been would have been worth it. 
that is one of the most dreadful songs ever released. I agree. I think it's a missed opportunity. Um, we'll have to figure some. You should play it now, just for the fuck of it. Not doing it. We'll find some other way to shoehorn it in. We got to get moving here. We got covers to do. We've got. I songs. don't care. I'm just. I'm. I'm lost now because that's just. That's cringy, dude. That is the cringiest song. Gasms. Yeah, so the just <laughs> old man Smokey Robinson with the face that doesn't move, singing about all the gasms he's having. But remember, it's not about sex. It's not about orgasms. Because I watched a video where he explains this. Anything can be a gasm. Did you know that? I don't. I don't give a shit. It doesn't. <laughs> when you listen to that song, all you think about is Smokey Robinson getting his O face on, and I don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody needs that. All right, we are going to move on uh, here on the DVC. It's time right. to uh, do some covers. And I don't know what this is, but sure as shit, every single one of you listening is going to know every one of these songs. Um, now, is this like, unlike last week, will we recognize it am- uh, amongst the muck? Or is this going to be like another deconstructionist? Nope. Okay. You're going to recognize them, but they're definitely different versions. Okay. And I'm surprised you don't know the, the name of the band because when you go to their website, it's a world-renowned project, according to them. Oh, world-renowned. Okay. Yes, the group is called, uh, they're a French group called Nouvelle Vague. Um, vague or are, Vogue? No, it's Vague. Vague. V-A-G-U-E. Vague. It is, I know, I kept typing in Vogue, Yeah. but it's actually Nouvelle Vague. I think it's, I think they're, I think it's a little play on words or something. It, it, I'm, I'm sure it's got to be a play on words, uh, okay. absolutely. But so they um, they were formed back in 2003 by by a, a new wave artist named Mark Collin out of out of France, and I've never heard of him either or any of the bands he was in. Um, but he formed this project sort of as a one off tribute to post punk, but then decided to record some more music, um, and so he put out a cover record, um, and it's it features uh, punk, post punk, and new wave covers in bossa nova. Nice. They are a bossa nova cover band featuring Mark Collin and uh, four ladies um, that go unnamed on their webpage. <laughs> so I, I really have no idea. Now, how in the hell did I miss out on a world-renowned bossa nova group? Thought I had yeah, my fi- I, thought I had my fingers on the pulse and whatnot. Yeah, you don't, dude. You you need to <laughs> you need to pick up the the pace here. Wait a minute. Times. Did you know about this before? I absolutely had no absolute clue. Uh, no, I have never heard of a Bossa Nova cover band named Nouvelle Vogue, Vague, Nouvelle Vague, uh-huh. um, however you want to pronounce it. Who have uh, 1.1 million followers on Facebook or on uh, uh, Spotify, I might add. Oh, good, good. And and I hope they have a lot on uh, on, on Facebook when I tag them and we get all these new listeners that are thinking we're a Bossa Nova show. <laughs> We're the world, a, number one world's foremost bossa nova authority on podcasting. That's right. That's going to be us. But anyway, uh, no, a lot of these songs you completely recognize. Okay. Um, very different takes on them, which is why I like them. Actually, quite good. So the, the we're going to do three. Two of them, um, the first and third one, are actually really good covers. The second one, I'm going to say, is good, but it's uh, it's different. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's, it's a weirdo. Uh, but let's not get to the weirdo first. Let's start with a cover. Oh, I, I, I should probably say what the name of the album is, right? Which is so also the, the name of a cover. The Oh, yes. It is the single that they released is the cover of Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash. Um, that's the name of the record. 
just came out last week. And we're going to start off with a cover of uh, Mr. Billy Idol's Rebel Yell. Last night a little dancer came dancing to my door Last night a little angel came bumping on my floor She said, come on baby, I got a license for love And if it expires, pray help from above Because in the midnight hour
Yes, music from Nouvelle Vague. Track is called Rebel Yell. You know that, the Billy Idol song. And uh, that comes from their Should I Stay or Should I Go, like, Bossa Nova covers record. It's very enjoyable. It's it's gimmicky, and you're only going to want to listen to it in certain contexts, but it works. I'm listening to that over uh, Little John's Meditation Record. Absolutely, 110%. If I want to chill out, I'll chill out with that. 100%. Have a cocktail or something like that. Just, yeah, it's good. Um, I don't necessarily think... Oh, go ahead. Go it's ahead al- it's also screaming for, like, placement in something. Like, you know, a movie trailer where you're looking for, like, oh, a song that people know, but a different version of it. And it can, like... That's like a, that's a James Bond theme or something right something. there. Something. It's, it's, it's screaming to get put in a show or to, like, um, soundtrack, like right. a montage of something. But good right. stuff. There's end credits all over this, I swear to God. There you go. <laughs> Um, the next one I'm not going to chill to because it's a little bit weird, um, but it's a really cool version of uh, a song that a lot of people cover, Girls on Film by Duran Duran. Um, see what you think of this. I- I'm curious to see if you'll like this one since it's a little bit off, but let's see what you think. Girls on Film by Nouvelle Vague.
Yeah, not the most, uh, not the most relaxing. Uh, <laughs> right, shut up. We don't care. Um, that's it. Yeah, it's don't interesting. Tell her to shut up. Well, she was laughing over me. I was trying to talk, trying to introduce her song. Um, yeah, uh, that one's okay. Um, they're stick. They've got a vibe. They sure do. I think I preferred what they did with the Billy Idol, though. Uh, one a little bit more. Yeah, so. I think you're, I think you're gonna like the next one. Okay. Quite a bit, and just to give you a heads up, or give everybody a, a heads up on what's on it, just in case you want to listen, and all of a sudden you you like bossa nova music, um, you've got um, covers. Uh, it's not the most um, eclectic of track lists. There's a lot of covers you know, but there's some interesting ones too. Everybody covers people for people are people by Depeche Mode, and that's on here. Um, there's only you by Yaz. There's she's in parties by Bauhaus. Look of love by ABC. There's a cover of Shout. Um, which I was going to bring, but isn't uh, isn't I, I didn't think was uh, different enough to actually bring it. Um, should I stay or should I go? Obviously, is on there, um, as well as uh, Blondie's Rapture and uh, the Smiths, this charming man. Yep. Um, she got a lot of interesting covers on there, and then this last one, which is one that I I, I don't think I see covered very often, and is always intriguing to me because I love the original. Um, I I actually really love this song and it's a cover of dead or alive uh you spin me around which is uh pretty dang cool if you ask me and you did so that's what i'm telling you all right here it is check it out on the uh are there different singers on these tracks because um i think so yeah. my thing has all like these different singers listed yeah this is new vague and alanya alanya yeah okay all right here it is check it out you spin me around uh, by Nouvelle Vague on the DBC full coverage. Yeah, I have fun, no. 
cover of dead or alive's you spin me around that was nouvelle vague and uh, someone named alanya uh doing that cover from the should i stay or should i go covers record what was that that's pretty cool that's it's pretty cool. it's it's very it's different it's cool i think rebel yell for me was the best of the bunch um but they certainly go for it um is it really i don't know i for some reason i think when i hear bossa nova i think something different than that I don't know. That's that's, that's what they're calling themselves. They're calling themselves a bossa nova group. That's what it says on their webpage. And I don't know. I mean, I'm not a bossa nova expert. Yeah, I don't know. But that's that sounds like in the vein of what bossa nova would be. Uh, is not if it's not bossa nova, it's close enough for me. <laughs> it's close enough. To, close enough that we wouldn't know. Um, it's close enough we wouldn't know, and it's close enough that I still will not be listening to any bossa nova records in the future to compare it to. It's not going to send no. you down a rabbit hole. Of Bossa Nova? Yeah, no. why not? No, I may listen to some more Nouvelle Vague, because um, I I liked it. Mm-hmm. But nah, I'm not. No, no. There's there's no Bossa Nova rabbit hole needed. No, no, no. I think it's the. Uh, I think it's the. Shut the, up! The, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Stop! Stop trying to get me to go down the rabbit hole because you know you will. I wasn't. So I, you zip it. I wasn't going to. I was going to say uh, it's the song selection that did it for you here, and otherwise you would have had no reason to get into this. Okay, that's a fair statement. Yeah, see? That's all I was going to say. All right. You know? I just know I know you'd egging me on, and the more you egg me on, the more you, you know I'll do it. You know they have another covers record, right? Damn it! Yeah, yes, one. of course. Yes. Okay. Well, there's some there's some good songs on there, too. That's a very They're odd... They're world-renowned. They'd have to have more than just one record, dude. Yeah, but this one seems... It's not just... Because that one's all 80s, right? This one that we just heard is basically everything is 80s. Um, I don't think anything. Maybe seventies. Nothing's nineties. Yeah, basically all eighties. Yeah, this other one that they have like is all over the place. Looks like it's well some eighties, but I mean like my girl, that's got to be sixties. Yeah. And then there's like blank generation. That's seventies. That's a little more all over the place. Okay. Uh, all right. Interesting. That doesn't interest me as much as this one, certainly. Nope. And they have another one <laughs> in 2016 called "I Could Be Happy." All cats are gray. Cure cover. And I want to be sedated. Ramones, like Bossa Nova Ramones cover. What are they? That all they do is covers. Yeah, they're a cover band. They're a Bossa Nova cover band. I, okay. I did state that. I thought yeah. I, I yeah. All right. Then they got a lot here. All right. Well, uh, we look forward to your. Um, hmm. Interesting. We look forward to your. Uh, uh, rabbit hole died you're down. down. You're going down the rabbit hole. Now. I'm just looking at the cattle. I'm I'm not going to listen to any of it. I'm saving that for you. That's your job. Maybe not a bossa nova rabbit hole, but certainly a new Velvet rabbit hole is in your future. And All then, right. And then you can bring the best stuff to the show, and we'll we'll dig into it because you know on those I can live with that on those slow weeks when we need something. Hey, let's pull out a bossa nova cover of Blister in the Sun because who the hell doesn't need that? Mm. All right. 
Uh, we have basically just got one piece of business left here on uh, the Deeb, and we don't have... It's going to be a short one. You just called the Deeb? I did. We're going to have uh, a short-ass show on our hands here, because we're already at the Song Exchange. We're not even an hour in, and you're getting the Song Exchange. So uh, Short weeks call for a short show, man. You're not going to force it. Let's not force it. No. No, you don't want to. You know what happens if you force it? You end up like Elvis, dead on the toilet in front of the bowl. Because he I don't for- want to be dead. Because he forced it. I don't want to force anything. I don't want to. I'll push hard enough as it is. I don't want to force anything else. All right. So the song exchange, right. you know the drill. We pick six songs. He's got three. I got three. We tell you about the bands. We play these things. We add them to our playlist of new music. And you then go like them and maybe follow them on Facebook and do whatever. So you're going to start off, and I'm intrigued by this one. I was going to ask you about it. We 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 talked. We teased it last week. Yep. Uh, saying uh, maybe there was a new uh, STP side uh, side band uh, album uh, from a group called Talk Show. It is not uh, an STP side project. Um, it is an actual new group out of Southeast London called uh, Talk Show. Oh, by the way, I'm going. Uh, I'm going heavier this week. I'm there's just I'm going right for the gut. Um, and uh, and putting some heavy songs in here, starting off with this one. So they just released their debut record called Effigy. Apparently, it's been in in progress for a long time. Came out this past week, um, and it's a it's a pretty rocking record. So straight through, uh, styles vary a little bit. There's some alt rock on there. Certainly, it's mostly alt rock. There's some slower stuff on there, but this has got a, a lot of energy. Really falls in line with the um, the type of uh, sort of alt-rock, punkish stuff that I'm listening to right now. So that's pretty cool. So it's a four-piece out of Southeast London called Talk Show. And uh, first song from them is called Gold.
There's Bastard Number One's uh, pick for song number one. We've got uh, Gold by Talk Show. Definitely not the side project of SDP. No, uh, definitely not. And I remember that record being terrible. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Yeah, I I like it. I love STP. Second favorite band of all time. And and uh, it's not the greatest record in the world. It, it's okay. It, it's got its moments. Mm-hmm. You know, this at least sounds a little more uh, promising to me. Kind of a definitely heavy, kind of an ominous uh, sound to it. Some synthier stuff than uh, than most of the yep. the heavier UK bands that I've been listening to. Right. Um, and and you get some of that some of that in the record too it's a good it's a good listen uh straight through i support it good stuff uh yeah uh, we're gonna stick in uh jolly old england uh with a uh, three-piece from brighton now i don't know my english geography to know uh where were you where was uh talk show from again it says southeast london okay well i don't know southeast london to wherever brighton is uh, I apologize to English listeners uh, for disrespecting your uh, country like that, but what can you do? I'm a dumb American. Uh, but Projectors, uh, a three-piece from Brighton. They uh, play in that sandbox of a little bit of post-punk, a little bit of you know heavier guitar stuff, some indie stuff in there, um, and they're a trio and they've just put out their uh, debut record, the uh, wonderfully titled album. Now, when we talk, it's violence. Um, and we are going to hear a, a track from that record called dubious goals committee, which uh, features the line, uh, in there. I am the God of all man. I am a piece of shit. So be on the listen for that, uh, from the uh, band projector. That's all capital letters for those of you keeping track at home. We love those typographical uh, quirks, um, but the uh, song is called Dubious Goals Committee by Projector on the DBC Song Exchange.
was music from Projector. The song's called Dubious Goals Committee. You can find that on their debut LP just released called Now When We Talk, It's Violence. Some more little which I gave stuff. a Which I gave a 7. Did you know? 10. Yep. Oh, I did, did not see it on there. But okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Right. I like it. I mean, that's that's one of the better songs on the record, certainly. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the record was a little inconsistent. Um but the that song is is great. That's right in my wheelhouse right now, and it continues on a uh, loud path uh, this week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm decidedly gonna break it at my second and definitely my third choices. But I didn't know we were going loud this week. But uh, that's fine. I I love it when you bring loud. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the volume and turn it back up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, um, with a uh, duo from Norway. Uh, that formed in 2011 called uh, Baron Womb. They are great a, name band name. <laughs> they are a. Uh, they've been around since 2011. They've just put out their fifth record called Chemical Tardigrade. Um, and on 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 one of the what I would call the uh, best label names I've heard in a while. It's out on fucking North Pole Records. <laughs> mm. That's that's a pretty good label name. Fucking North Pole. There it is. I, I it. love it. That's like cheesesteak records almost. Now um, explain to me why we're not playing the song Dung Lung. <laughs> Dung Lung is, well, I love the titles. It's like uh, D Beatles, um, you know, play yep. on D Beat, uh, Bachelor of Puppets. Bachelor of Puppets is tremendous. High fructose napalm syrup <laughs> and Dung Lung. <laughs> I love Dung Lung. I don't, I, I don't remember Blackout Yoga. But you know it is what it is. Um, they they are they are noise rock, and they um, they yeah. use dual vocals, layered vocals, and it is just it's a um, it's a pissed off record, really. Hell yeah, it's, a, it's a pissed off sound, and it really is jagged and angular, and it really really an interesting listen. So we're gonna play out. Uh, we're gonna play bug out bag instead of uh, dung lung. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. Check it out. New music on the DBC Song Exchange.
Yep. Yep. All yep. of that. All yep. of that. Do it. Baron Womb. The there's some Melvins in there. There's some. There's a little bit of like shuffle in it, so it's not just like noise because it's got a groove. Shuffle. It's got a lot going on in there. So it's got a groove that you can dance to. It's got a little. It, what I'm saying is, I could shake my little butt to it. I don't don't talk about your little butt like that. Just say there's a <laughs> groove you can dance to. Just leave it at that, dude. I'm sorry. God. I've, I've embarrassed myself God, again. You friggin' dung lung. <laughs> <laughs> that should Dung. be a, that should be a new inf- insult for people. Yo, dung lung. Dung lung. Is that somebody who has like bad breath? Just their breath chronically smells like shit. Yeah, that's interesting. You gotta hear dung lung. You're uh, a deep beetle. <laughs> yeah, check out Baron Womb. Uh, uh, disgusting band name, but uh, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Now I'm gonna decidedly go not heavy at all, um, and we're gonna go to. Where was uh where were they? oh they were Norway so we went England were England Norway now we're going California, um uh with an artist who goes by the name of uh, I believe it's Gallo. Yeah, I was gonna say how do you pronounce this? Uh, shit? Well, it's like I think like churches and like always like those ba- the bands that use the V and like for you or for a du- I think that's yeah. what it is. So it's Gallo. It's G and it looks like a V A L L O W. Um. I might be doing a little bit of musical cosplay right now with this because I'm doing a little bit of looking into Gallo. Um, and it sounds like he's kind of, it's one guy. And, and if you look at a picture of him, he looks like, um, like Travis Barker's illegitimate son, like okay. tattoos all up the head and face and body. Um, it says he's had some affiliation with him. I guess he's drummed on something of his, he put out a full length release, called waste away that apparently i've not heard it but was like a had punk but it also had like some electronic and a little bit of rap in it and then he had a self-titled release during the pandemic that is being described as a dark gothic rap album no oh boy and then he did two eps 2021's spirit walker and 2022 suffer which sound like they were like shifting his sound and now he has a new record which came out called twin flames which is how i got it uh, on my radar because he's made like a synth, like a dark wave record basically. Well, that's the next thing that MGK is going to do too. So he's following the same path. Is no. he really, is he going that way? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Probably who knows, but yeah. so I, I'm not always the hugest fan of the like music as cosplay stuff. I've, I've been very critical of M- machine gun Kelly of um, music as cosplay. I've never heard anyone say that either before. That's, that's the second thing you've said tonight that I've never heard anyone say before. So. What was the other one? I don't know something about the the building something out of something shit. Oh, oh ch- shit uh, ch- or... making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah, that one. Um, no, like music is musical cosplay. It's like it's like Post Malone, right? Like video of him playing like a straightforward Bob Dylan cover before he became a thing. But then he's like, I'm going to be a white rapper now, and then he makes gets big on that. And he's like, Nope, psych, I want to do this. And he's just sort of like, Who are you? And 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 I know Machine Gun Kelly got hit with that Kid Rock. Certainly, I think falls into that, fell into that trap, right? And he's, he's a rapper. He's a heavy guy. No, he's a country artist. Like, pick a lane. I mean, I guess you could also attack like a David Bowie, right? Could could have been attacked with that or a Beyonce, right? Um, but this, I don't know. I, I I don't know enough about him. But he put out this this very '80s sounding record uh, called Twin Flames, 
and we're going to hear a track called uh, It's So Cold, which I like. I don't Now that I know of the backstory, I don't know if that's going to paint the way I hear the song now. Um, but when I heard it, I liked it. And, you know, the record is, it's okay. So check out It's So Cold uh, by Gallows on uh, the DBC Song Exchange. music from a uh, California artist by the name of Gallo. Uh, it's decidedly more like Drab Majesty than uh, than Lil Peep or whatever he sounded like <laughs> back in the day. Uh, that track is called It's So Cold. Just a solid little piece of dark wave in decent, there. Decent, yeah. decent enough for me to download and listen to. That is not a record that was on my radar at all. So now I got 21 to listen to. Oh, man. I'm so sorry to have created more work for you. Yeah, that's all right. No, a decent song. Decent and song. and, and unfortunately, it's going to take away from your deep dive into Nouvelle Vague. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> I, actually, I'm more intrigued to deep dive with this guy. Okay. See what he was doing before. Oh, so. listen to his dark gothic rap record from 2020, whatever the hell that yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's trap. Uh, it's all trap. Oh, God. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. All right, what's your last one? Is that say Mom Jeans? No, that's Mean Jeans. Oh, oh Mean Jeans Okerland? 
Mean ah, that would be that'd be a really good name for a band, Mean Jeans Oakland. Now this is a this is a, a punk group called Mean Jeans. Uh, they are on uh, Fat Records. Fat Rec. How do you pronounce it? Is it Fat Records or is it Fat Records? I know I know it's supposed to be Fat Records. But... Uh, it's Fat. I always said Fat Records, and it's just spelled Fat Records. Yeah, Fat Records. Okay, that's perfectly fine. Um, they've had six albums uh, just released in their released that that's that's good proper English, dude. Released um, did Yeah. Well that's you know, that's what happens when you listen to punk, right? You lose you lose a few brain cells here. That's mm -hmm. what I that's what I attribute to punk. They um they mirror themselves after sort of the Ramones. I mean it's it's intentional. They they have a, a lot of really fun, uh kind of almost laugh out loud songs. They're not a fake band, you know, they're not a comedy band. But um they they resemble the Ramones. They've got the feel of the Ramones, and they've just released their sixth record called Blasted, and we're going to hear um, uh, a song called Diagnosis. missing was the uh one two three four at the beginning <laughs> and it would have been uh, right up the ramones alley sure I would mean, have been. listen all you need sometimes are those like three chords and some distorted some distortion and some loud drums and some shouted vocals and it does you right it's not going to change the world it's not going to make anybody reevaluate music but man, doesn't it just need to all it the time. doesn't need to. It's just it's lot, workman like. I talked about this before. Like I, I look for records that are different, that that move the needle a little bit. But every now and then, I just look for some fun too. Yep, <laughs> that's what, what this is. What fun is record. The, what is this fun you speak of? I've not had any of this in quite a while. Yeah. No, it's no. It's very good, very very fun, and uh, yeah, check that and and brisk. It moves, moves along. Yep. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna end. Not I don't want to say curveball, 
but this is going to be like a your mileage may vary kind of thing. Um, this is from a uh, producer and songwriter named Nathan Jenkins who records under the name Bullion, like like his Bullion Cubes. Um, and he he is has a nice resume. Uh, he did some production work. Probably the biggest thing recently was he did production work on the last. I believe it was the last Carly Rae Jepsen. It was either that one or the one slightly before that. Um, but he's worked with uh, Ben Howard. He's worked with uh, Westerman and uh, Nilafur Yanya and Avalon Emerson. Who? And who? Nilafur Nula, Nula, Yanya. She's oh my great. God, I've never heard, I've never heard of that person. She's before. great. She really is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, he is getting ready to put out a record. And he has a, the first single came out a little while ago and it has Carly Rae Jepsen as the vocalist on it. That track was called Rare. It's pretty good. I didn't bring it to the show. Um, but he has put out a second single um, and this one features a panda bear, uh, AKA Noah Lennox from Animal Collective. Now, I think your mileage may vary with this one on your interest or lack of interest in like panda bear like i love panda bear he's the only aspect of animal collective that i like I really don't like animal collective records but i love the panda bear records i love the way he produces his voice i like some of his arrangements his melodies i believe i brought a song of his it was either to the song exchange or it might have made one of my like year-end things a song called step by step uh you can sort of search that see if that's in there i'm thinking it might nope. okay so that might have just made not this past year, but my year before that, my like end of the year thing, he did this um, vocal turn on a, on like a French DJ's song and it's called step by step. And it's just a fantastic song. So this is him doing another vocal uh, cameo. He's done it for Daft Punk. He's done it with Atlas sound. He's shown up on a bunch of people's songs. This is a track called um, a city's never. And it's going to be featured on the upcoming bullion record called affection, which is out on April 26th so completely different from what we've played so far if you know panda bear you'll recognize him immediately um and if you don't like him it's only two minutes and 40 seconds so it'll be quick in and out so check this out uh bullion featuring panda bear on the dbc song exchange
music from uh, an artist called Bullion, who is a uh, uh, songwriter and producer. A uh, record called Affection is coming out in April, and that was chuckled with Panda Bear called A City's Never on the DBC Song Exchange because I didn't get the memo about the heavy stuff this week. So I went all Sorry. kind of over the map. It's all right. You also didn't get the memo last week about 1999 Right to Future, so we're not getting many memos these That's days. true. I know. We need to work on that. Somebody okay, so here, here's what I'll say about that. I like that song, right? If you had asked me a year ago, I probably would have said not my style at all. Mm-hmm. But in the past year, I've started, as you know, and, and listeners should know, I've listened to a lot of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, and I would be totally a hypocrite if I didn't say that feels like 900 different versions of every King Gizzard, <laughs> Lizard, Wizard song that I've listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, right in that same vein of some of their trippier stuff, um, uh, some of their more psychedelic stuff. So uh, how, how, who's to argue? Look, I mean, at, I, look at King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard opening, you're like squeegeeing your third eye over there. I, I guess it must be because I heard those rhythms mm-hmm. and that's the first thing I thought of is, boy, I've listened to so many live albums from these guys and it sounds just like that. So okay, that's interesting because see, interesting. I don't, ha- I don't have that connection. So I didn't, I never made that connection. It just sounds like a Panda Bear tune to me, but, um, that's, that's really wild. It's almost as if, um, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard have, um, opened your mind. Oh, oh, oh my God. Open my, <laughs> open your mind. <laughs> Wait a second. You know, I really think you should get you should try listening to them and see what you think cuz it's a, it's a, such a journey. Do they have anything? Did you say journey? It, oh, sorry. It's such a foreigner. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't want to hear that either. It's um, such a speed wagon. All right, I'll allow it. Do they um have anything coming up? Is there like a new record coming out cuz I th- I'll I'll do this for you. Whatever the next thing is they drop. I will listen to it as if it's a new release. I just, I can't, I don't think that I have it in me to like commit to any kind of dive like you've done, go back. But if they put something new out and you're like, listen to this, I will do it. As so a- what I would say is weirdly enough, um, no, I, I, there's nothing on the radar. After putting out 900 records in the past three years, I, I, I don't see anything on the radar. They blew their wad, man. They don't got anything left. Maybe they did. I don't know. That would be a shame after all this time, and then they just, they're just done. Yeah, especially as I start collecting. Them. Right, that's what I mean. Like, perfect timing for you. This 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 uh, ascendant-level, like, next-level band for you. Rarified air for you, and then they just, like, disappear. Well, considering, considering that I got the Live in Chicago 23 12-disc box set coming, um, yeah, they better 12 not 12-vinyl? You got it, buddy. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> oh, I gotta take a picture of this too. They're all different colors and patterns. Ah, oh, so good looking. Oh my god, I cannot believe you. I yeah. cannot believe how much I want. At the end of this, I want to know what King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard has set you back at the end of the day. What that yeah. collect that collection, as opposed to like other collect, is it going to be your most expensive collection when you get done with it? Because of just the sheer volume of of number albums that you have to acquire, and oh well, I'm not going to acquire all of them. I'm my attempt is to acquire one of every of every release, not all the different variants sure. of it and stuff like that. Sure. And I'm getting closer and closer. Will it be the most expensive? Somewhere between that and Nunslaughter are pretty expensive. Nunslaughter. But a twelve a twelve disc box set is not cheap. 
but clearly um, uh, the best, the better of the two, because no one listens to Nunslaughter for the music. That's the collectability, right? You're actually enjoying your King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard stuff. I am actually enjoying both of them, but um, I think more people will enjoy King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard, which is way off track because that was a good song from Panda Bear and Bullion. All right, there we go. Uh, so I continue to uh, keep an eye on... So if you go to our um, any of our places where you get this podcast, right, there's a link to a Spotify playlist. And even if you're not a Spotify subscriber... You can still play. You'll get like interruptions, and if you don't even have an account, you can listen to like thirty second snippets. But you can get a pretty good idea of these songs. And there's nine hundred plus songs in here, man. We're e- we're approaching a thousand. We will reach it this year. Nine forty four. Um, we're at right now. There so you, you only go. got sixty. What's that? Uh, Fifty uh, six to go. We are. There's so much good stuff in there. It really. Have you ever? Do you have a ver- variation of this playlist and title for yourself or no? No. Oh, you don't. Okay. Have you ever? I would con- have had to go back. It's it's going to take so long to put together. To put it together, yeah, yeah. And there's no way to like take something from another streaming service and import it in, and they wouldn't let no. you do that. It stinks because I, I I I've never done it, but I've often considered like, hey, maybe just I'm looking for something to listen to. Just put that playlist on shuffle. I wonder what that would be like, because it wouldn't it wouldn't discriminate against who brought what. So it could be a pocket of your songs, pocket of number two songs. Like, I don't really know how it would play, but I have to imagine that there's way more good than bad in there. I really do. Well, you know, you're going to hit shuffle, and the first thing that's going to come up is that. Prentice is going to be the first thing to play. First Prent- thing is Prentice, and you're never going to do it again. It's going to be Prentice followed up by that song about a painting that you brought that one time. Oh, that's right. The painting song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep, that'll be it. All right. Uh, we are going to get out of here. We will be back uh, next week with uh, some more DBC fun. Uh, looks like we got a couple first listens to look out for uh, and possibly some more covers, possibly some one-hit wonder stuff. You know you're getting a song exchange, and you know you're getting the witty banter uh, that you only expect here from your friends at The Bastards. So we're going to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook. Download all the past shows. Uh, send us an email, destinysbastardchildrenatgmail.com. And until next week, for Bastard number one, this is Bastard number three of the controls saying goodbye, everybody. Say goodbye, Bastard number one. See you, uh, see you guys. See you, see you soon.